Good morning and welcome to Daily Confetti with Carter and Carrie on Unsafe Space. Today is Monday, December 9th, and you are in for a show. No, I don't. <laughs> wow, what, do you, what do you have in mind, Carrie? That's, that's impressive. <laughs> I don't know. No, we have, a, we have a silly topic today, but we figured why not do a silly kind of lighthearted topic. Carter's back. Carter, how are you feeling? I'm not 100%, but I'm back. So, uh, yeah, that's about all I can say. I can it was, tell. It was a rough weekend. Yeah, I can tell you're still a little under the weather. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what you get for traveling. That's what I get for leaving the house and going out in public. It's, uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's leave good. the house more often. Much better. I don't mind leaving the house. I just don't like airlines and that kind of stuff. I used to travel a lot for business, but... Uh, I just, you know, you don't get sick from going hiking or going out in the backyard or like going somewhere in, in nature. You get sick from like Airplanes. sitting on a plane next to people on the standard American diet who are coughing or whatever. Like that's, you get sick from most people. <laughs> I like that you throw in this little dig at the standard American diet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's been on my mind lately. The sad diet. Uh, uh, I'm going hiking right when we're done. So, yeah, that's, that's good. You're not going to get sick from hiking. Yeah. You'll be invigorated. So speaking of being outside, I have to show you something that happened this weekend that you're going to like that okay. you probably haven't seen because I know you don't go online. <laughs> <laughs> I sound horrible. I don't go online. <laughs> I go online. I know you go online. I just don't. You don't, you don't well, waste I time. I actually did see that. Oh, you did? Yeah. Isn't it fun? Go ahead. Yeah. Is yes. This, this is you doing pigeons the first time? Uh, yes. Let me see if I sh- can share my sound. Okay, here we go. Uh, yes, I had never done sport, like clay shooting before. What this have you is- been doing? You just do tactical shotgun? I just do tactical and I haven't I've done- seen you do shotgun. I didn't know what kind of shotgun. <clears throat> yeah, but I haven't done shotgun since I left LA. I've only done rifle and pistol since I've been in Texas. Oh, okay. Um, I don't have my own shotgun yet. That, that picture of the one that I love on Twitter, cause the guy got the action. He got the he got at me ejecting the shell. That's huh? uh, my friend's gun. Oh, okay. He's a gunsmith. He built that one. Okay, hold on. Look, let's see. Look, the, now I hit it. Right. You obliterated that one, Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> can, I, can I ask you a question about Skeet? Um, yeah. <laughs> I found, and this might just be because I'm retarded, so I'll accept that as an explanation. Okay. But I, I've found that uh, I spend a while not a while, but I I was doing tactical shotgun. And uh, when I first went to do skeet, it was actually, first of all, I can't do it with my tactical shotgun at all. It's not like the barrel's not long enough. It's too heavy. Like it's crappy for skeet. Um, I also found like, I'm not actually very good at skeet. I'm like good at a lot of other gun stuff, but skeet is like a whole different thing that I hadn't practiced. And it took me a while to even get not embarrassingly bad but maybe you're just automatically good at it were you good at it your first time out or were you like uh i don't i don't i mean i was okay at it i didn't hit all of no no i hit like maybe five or six of them out of 25 yeah yeah so it okay. wasn't like that's I was, not what i was i just felt yeah it but it feels embarrassing if you're good normally at gun stuff and then you've never done skeet and you do it and it's like oh no it didn't feel embarrassing i'm to me in the bottom quartile <laughs> <laughs> no because with anything it's like a new thing you have to practice it like moving and shooting or whatever it i know i just i was surprised at how different it was from other shit. Oh. like no well, okay 
No, I wasn't surprised by that at all. I didn't, I, 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 I did better than I thought I would do. <laughs> so <laughs> I hit more moving things than I thought I would hit. Plus the um, shotgun. And also it's not, I'm still confused. Cause my friend said we weren't doing skeet. skeet. Oh, it might've been trap you were doing. We were doing trap. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they had ones that flew out like that one that I hit the, like the birds. And then they had ones that tumbled and rolled across the ground like rabbits. And those were fun. Yeah. And, those were super. Uh, it was the hardest part of it was that I haven't, I've only recently started getting back into my regular gym activity and I'm not where I was a few years ago when I was in LA. And that was apparent because my left bicep was killing me. Like it was, that was the biggest um, prohibitive thing to continuing to shoot was just that my arm was tired. Really? Yeah. Holding the barrel up. So, and uh, it, I never used to notice that. And I would be shooting all day, you know, with tactical shotguns and stuff. And it didn't, because I was out there all day, all the time, like every weekend I used to go out, but also because I was in the gym all the time doing weightlifting and I, I just didn't notice it, but God, did I notice it yesterday? Yeah. Like, tactical shotguns are usually heavier too. Cause they got hanging off of them. Sorry. I swore they have stuff hanging off of them <laughs> that, that, uh, you know, skeet shooting shotguns don't usually, although the skeet shooters are longer barrel. So maybe they're the same weight. It was heavy. The, anyway, the point is just, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Out of shape. That's the point. <laughs> no, 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 the point is that you had fun and you got to do something new. And no, you... I mean, the point of my final comment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking over each other. You know, yes. uh, my 10-year-old daughter, um, while we were on vacation in undisclosed location, uh, yeah. here in California, she's not allowed to shoot anything except for um, rifle. She's not allowed to shoot a pistol or a shotgun. But in undisclosed location... She could shoot pistols and she shot a shotgun for the first time. And I thought she would be like, whoa, this was, you know, the kick was too much. But she was like, eh, when my, when my horse like nudges me, it's harder than that. I was like, all right, well, that's, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, cool. but uh, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty fun. It's a lot of fun. There's a place in the Bay Area down, crap, where is it? It's down by San Jose somewhere. I don't remember the name of it. Maybe Coyote something is in the name. That sounds right. But anyway, uh, it's like a golf course, but it's um, with shotgun. And it's what you're talking about. There's like some rabbits will go this way. Like, you know, they'll, they'll release them rolling down the hill that way or, or flying away from you or whatever. And you just go to, there's like 18 holes and you can play. It's like playing golf, but with a shotgun. It's a lot of fun. Cool. <sighs> that wasn't what we wanted to talk about today at all. No, let's get started. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Carrie. Oh, well, this is just a silly group that I've told Carter about before. And um, I finally sent in some screenshots from it last night because I thought they were funny. And then we said, why don't we just cover it? There, th th This is also interesting to me because it's just an exaggeration of something that's already ha happening. Like this weird, this the, my old ideology encourages this weird... Um, kind of racism in in woke white people towards uh people of color and it's like a it's like a chauvinistic kind of benevolent racism and it's it's uh you know the soft bigotry of low expectations and it's also tied up with some kind of weird self-hatred and guilt for being white and this weirdness about your own race it's bizarre and so a good example of that was in the new york times um i saw this weekend and a headline 
you don't even need to read the whole piece. I couldn't get into it because it was behind a paywall, but a friend shared it with like screenshot it and shared it with me. And it, it's all, it's all in the headline. The headline was like, you know, it's a white woman. It says, was I wrong to call the police on a black man who was breaking into a car? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just this total white guilt of like, but black people don't, you know, and maybe I, I, I did the wrong thing by calling. And, you know, it's just like this, what are you talking about? It's somebody breaking a car. Why does his race matter to you? And why does your race matter in this equation? And like, it's just this, they, they, in the name of ending racism, they are turning people into racists and they make them look at everything through this racial lens. And they have this weird, um, uh, again, like a benevolent kind of, of racism towards black people. It doesn't help black people not to call the cops on a person breaking into a car because he's black. Like it doesn't help black people for you not to do that. So anyway, this group is an exaggeration of all of this phenomenon. I find it fascinating, psychologically speaking. It's fascinating. A friend added me to it a year or so ago, and I've just, every once in a while, I see posts pop up in there, and I'm amazed. It's called White Guilt Trading Post. They have a page, and then they have a private group. The private group is where people of color ask white people for money and they they have a way a format like a lot of groups of, of way of form communicating and what they how they usually post requests and stuff and it seriously is just people will go here we'll show you some of them but they just put their money amount and how much they've made from what they want already and they include tips for the moderate the moderators get tipped every time somebody gets paid and then they put what their request is like you know, I can't make rent this month. Uh, I need this much money. Or I want to go to the salon and get my hair done. I need this much money. And then they also have, we'll get into this. They have people they call pay piggies. There are white people in the group who love being humiliated and denigrated and called pay piggies. <laughs> it's like fetishized. It's fetishized racism somehow. Yes. It's a weird fetishized racism. Like the, one of the pay piggies will come in and be like, I have this much money to give to beautiful women of color. It's like, what? It's so weird. <laughs> anyway. Here, what you want? Here, I'll show the, okay. so here's the image you sent me of like the uh, front of the page. Right? Yeah. Now, this is the page. This is not the secret private group. The private group has over 9,000 people in it. This is the page that runs the group. And in the private group, I was hoping I could find the old picture. I have it saved somewhere. I screenshot it a year ago, but I don't, I haven't found it yet, but I will find it. I couldn't find it in the group. It used to be, it was called, and they had, they had the white guilt trading post up here real big. And it used to be a picture of white people. I think it was white kids in chains. Like it was like a picture of white slaves. I don't know where they got it, but it was a picture of slaves who are white. And they, that was like their image. <laughs> This is a weird one. This is like, this person has a rainbow flag. This person has a skin condition and a baby. It's just such a weird wheelchair person. Okay. So the weight guilt trading post, what do you want to, what do we want to start with, Carrie? Um, let's just go into some of the posts. I mean, I just want people to see what people ask for. Let's see. Um, here. Okay. Yeah. Let's scroll up to this one. Look at the top. Uh, it's that time of, it's that time again, ladies, 
Women of color, comment your email address for the first 10 piggy, for the first 10, Piggy Pete will send you a gift card. Use him up. So Piggy Pete is one of their regular pigs. <laughs> I can't believe, I really feel like we're talking about some sex thing right now. <laughs> not, then, not, not a topic I thought we would cover on this page, but okay. And then scroll down, you can see they have a picture of a shirt that says reparations. <laughs> Uh, this is viewed as being reparations, I guess. So yeah, women of color, give your email address and Piggy Pete will send you gift cards. Um, oh, this is from Piggy Pete. Oh yeah, here's Pete. We <laughs> blanked out his last name, but this is Piggy Pete. <laughs> uh, to the mods, would it be okay for me to, trib to tribute a few women? I can't read the left side of this. Something oh, PayPal, gifts. PayPal gifts. Edit. Turned off comments to pay everyone. Need to catch up. Thank you for letting me tribute these beautiful ladies. <laughs> Man. Okay, so there's another. So our friend Mandy, who's been on the show before, she turned me on to this thing. There is apparently a subculture, a fetish subculture, that's just like what you would think, like fetish, like bondage stuff, except instead of being, instead of being submissive, sexually and and i guess it is it's tied up with sex, sexuality but um people who like to be uh submissive financially and they like to be to give money to people who demand it it's, it's a weird phenomenon that is so this does seem like maybe part of that yeah so he wants to pay people three dollar paypal gifts and then here we got some here people saying you can pay me just wanted to go out with my family for a birthday party. I've never been out before. I don't understand what that means. Need to take okay. a break from being a mom for the night. Uh, Carter, just so you know, here's here's that. So people who like to be dominated financially, they call it fendom, F-I-N. Yeah. Yeah, fendom, F-I-N-D-O-M. And there's a website, F-I-N-D-O-M.com. What is fendom? And it tells you all about how people, there are people who like to be dominated and give their money. And they're the people who like to demand money. Um, it's so, it's people are, humanity's weird. Look, while you were sick, Carter, we talked about Hieronymus Bosch, this painter that I've become obsessed with from the yeah. year 1590. And again, I like to think that sometimes, or it's not that I like to think, but sometimes I am, I mistakenly get pulled into this idea that we just happen to be living through the most nihilistic, meaningless, hedonistic cultural time, but we're not. No. Humanity's always been, had this capacity. It's always had this capacity. Yeah, no, it has. It has. But, you want to do some more here? Yeah, let's do some more. All right. Uh, let's see. So these are people responding to Piggy Pete. Piggy Pete. <laughs> We've got 10, but we'll keep giving $5 gift cards until I say we're done. It's that time. It's more. First 10, Piggy Pete will send you a gift card. <clears throat> up. All right, that one. We saw that one. Okay. Oh, this is this one. I like this one because <laughs> this shows how oppressed Black women are. 2019 was the year of Black women. Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, Miss America, and Miss Universe. So clearly they're suffering. <laughs> Well, the other interesting thing about this group, the private group, is that, yeah, so interspersed between requests for money from pay pigs, they have uh, just like your standard SJW kind of posts. So they're 
they're it's celebrating that the standard one. Yeah, but they're celebrating. Yeah, so this is one of their you know, yay, black woman won all four. If you keep scrolling, there's one where they post something. Um, oh wait, this is another request for money. Yeah, another one. It's, okay, Juneteenth. They're using Juneteenth as a day to ask okay as we know it's juneteenth this is a day for black people to get what we are owed reparations i don't want to be like a boomer but what the hell is juneteenth um why why don't they call it june 19th i don't know but okay so uh well so juneteenth is no it is a thing everybody refers to it as juneteenth it's the it's the day uh what was it? it commemorates the abolition of slavery in texas but more generally the emancipation of uh you know, enslaved black people. So, the, the, but this is a big day. It's, it's, it's a weird thing for it to just be reduced to a day when people pay you $6 and 19 cents. Well, thankfully I'd never heard of that. Uh, as a thing. I mean, I get, I get the concept, but okay. But you're supposed to pay reparations. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. That's why I'm saying I mean, in this group, that's what they're saying it's for, but that's not what it's for. That's why it's weird that they're reducing Juneteenth to something like this. If you pay your a black person near you $6.19, you're off the hook for celebrating. Yeah, I mean, it would be like the equivalent of saying it's Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. It's the, it's the day when you're supposed to give me, you know, it's like, no, that's not what that day's about. <laughs> like, anyway. It is in this face group, Facebook group. Um all right, so that's a request for money. Um, okay, okay. Again, Piggy Pete has Amazon gift cards. He's now a this daddy, this Piggy Pete, he's got lots of money. This one is uh, post a pic that shows your face, and I can't see the other part. Face and foot from a stomped on point of view, and you flipping him off. Yeah, this that's is sexual. Something, yeah. Okay, so he's basically like. Your face and foot from a stomped on point of view. Oh, like from, uh, I see. Okay. Like you're stepping on him. Like this. Yeah. And flipping him off. Yeah. And they say, pay up Pete. That person's not, are they of color? I can't tell. Whatever. Okay. So yeah, it's fetishized. Gift card sent. Pete's like, and, woohoo. Yeah, look at that. I'm crying. I have feet. and. and the- <laughs> 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 it's so weird. You need therapy, buddy. Pete, why don't you spend that money on a therapist? <laughs> yeah, spend it on a therapist. Wow. All right. Um, oh, this is one of your favorites. It's not a... I wouldn't say that. No, uh, it's one of my favorites. Okay. I would say I. what's interesting to me, though, is is how there's a lot of people in here posting for just trivial things, like they want to go uh, get their hair done or... Uh, they want to call, they want to call their brother who's in jail and they don't have the money or whatever. Not, not that that's trivial, but small amounts of money. Mm-hmm. Then there's like a lot of women in here who are reporting the fact they just found out they're pregnant or their 16 year old is pregnant. And so they want money for the baby or they're asking money for the abortion. Yeah. Today it says today it was confirmed that my 16 year old is pregnant. As of now we are homeless, but I've been trying to get somewhere comfortable for my kids. How are you on Facebook? I've been trying to get somewhere for my kid, comfortable for my kids and I to live. I'm even more determined now that my baby is having a baby. I would just like to get the remaining funds to put toward first month's rent for transparency. I have another post up for the same ask. My receive amount changed because I needed to buy food and gas to get my daughter to the doctor. 
Anything will help us, even a bump. So she's asking to be paid for being a horrible parent. That's basically what this is. And by the way, the other group that they po they're posting in that people talk about, this isn't, this isn't constrained by, so we happen to be looking at the white guilt trading post one where specifically it's black people asking white people for money, or we're about to see some posts from white people who are offering to pay if black people give them advice or answer their questions or give them permission to do certain things. Um, but there's another group that runs this page. So the white guilt trading post page and this other group called give me your money. They both run jointly run the white guilt trading post group where people ask for money. So the one that's called give me your money, it, there's, it's nothing about race. Anybody goes in there and they ask for money like this. And, and so it's not, there's people of all races with questions with very serious things like this who are like, I need money for my baby or for my abortion. Mm -hmm. And it just so happens that this is one where you're getting it filtered very specifically at racially, ideologically. Um, but the, the give me your money one is also equally just fascinating to me because I'm like, it seems to be a younger, like a millennial or thing. It's like, I wasn't raised. So as Gen X, it's just a little bit different. Like I don't, I have trouble asking for help when I need it. I'm very appreciative of it when I get it, but to be, to be, I think, I think it's just a different culture to be like a, you know, I need my nails done. PayPal me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? Why should they PayPal you? <laughs> You're hitting on something actually important here. I think Carrie, I know it sounds like it's not important or just like a weird Gen X thing or your personal preference, but I'm the same way, but I think, um, I think there's something seriously different. There's something serious that's been lost about our culture, which is we had a culture for a long time of um, being a little bit embarrassed and ashamed if you can't support yourself. Like there's, there's a certain amount of, of shame that comes with that. And we all have to experience it sometimes if we need help. And that's, it's okay to go through a time where you're like, I'm kind of embarrassed to like take this money, but I'll take it and thank you. And you'd be very grateful. And then of course, if someone does help you out and you really need it, you're effusive with your thanks and, and you're very, very grateful because you, you don't feel like they needed to do that. You don't feel uh, necessarily deserving or like that it's owed to you, but that it's just this, this gift that you didn't earn and that you really, you really feel that you, um, <clears throat> are grateful for, I guess, is a, you know, just because you don't feel entitled, I guess is the word. Um, and that comes from having this idea that like the recognition that you're ultimately responsible for yourself, no one else is responsible for you. And at times when you struggle to meet those responsibilities um, and someone steps in to help you, uh, it means a lot. And a society that's built on, um, it's a society that's full of a bunch of people who are willing to have that attitude and take self-responsibility can have charity that doesn't go run away. Like when someone helped carry out recently, right. Or I'm going to use you as an example. Well, the church, like, yeah, the church helped me out when I first, um, oh man, this is a long story, but when I kicked my ex out and, and then my job situation changed as well. But there was a, there was a month where uh, my friend was like, Oh, the church does, they, they've helped other, you know, they, anyway, you just put in this request and if they approve it. So they helped me for uh, one month with my mortgage payment. Right. And that was huge. That one month, like it, it was huge. It, but you didn't keep going back to the trough. You didn't go back. And say, no. Great, and I also, no, it's it happened with you. You got, well, it's humbling. 
yeah. no, it's humbling. And also, I also, we had put in the request and I didn't hear from them for a few months at first. And I was like, well, I'm not going to follow up. I'm not going to be like, Hey, did you, you know, and then, and then they, and then the weird thing was when they actually contacted me, it was like, this is a Christian thing, but it was actually when it was even more dire, it just so happened. It was weird. I just lost my job that day. And then God, it was like, it was as if the timing was delayed on purpose for it to be the day that I actually need it and not the day I thought I needed it. And so, but anyway, no, the point being that, no, I didn't follow up. I wasn't going to like chase money. That's not owed to me. That was offered. It's like, if it doesn't come through, it doesn't come through. And then when it's given, it's like this, yes, you feel, you feel really humbled and, and tempted to feel embarrassed, but I'm not embarrassed, you know, ultimately, but, but it's, it's a gift it is generosity to go into a thread and be like, uh, like people post there multiple times too. It's like, you know, I've, uh, I've got to get groceries this week. Uh, okay. Uh, I can see being like, Oh, this person needs groceries. Let me help them. And then next, you know, and I got to get my nails done. Oh, they get need their nails done. Maybe that'll help them get a job or like whatever the thing is, but it's just like this continual. And it's this attitude of you. I, I deserve it. It's weird. Yeah, and th- this is my point, right? S- our society is not held together by laws. It's held together by mores. It's held together by our, like it's held together by our culture. And when you have a if you want to have a culture of helping people in generosity, you need to also the other half of that is people don't exploit that. Right? You didn't exploit it from the church. The opposite happened. You felt like super grateful and got more involved and probably I won't speak for you, but I know you. So I'll guess when you're in a position to help someone someday through the church, you'll do that yourself. Right. Um, and that's the kind of culture where you can have, if you want to have lots of charity, you have to have the other half of that. You can't have exploitation through that. And what disrupts the whole system is a culture of exploitation, a culture of people who are willing to unabashedly take, 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 and be entitled, entitled, entitled. And that, that will destroy, that's more destructive than the welfare state or any laws or anything else. It's that culture. That culture will kill us because that's, that culture is not sustainable. Well, I agree. Well, and to be fair, the group, the other group, the give me your money group where people just it's not tied to race or anything. People just ask for money and people give money. I haven't looked in that one a lot. And it could be, you would think maybe, maybe it's a place where people do when they have money, give money to others. And when they don't, they ask who knows. And I'm sure some people do it that way, but I bet you, I bet you it's a little bit like this group, the white guilt trading post where it's the same people asking for money and the same people giving each time. I, I don't know. It could be, it could be like more of an equal, like when I've, when I can give, I'll give. And when I need, I'll ask. But, but if, if we're just looking at the, this white goat trading post group, which is specifically also has racial constraints to it, it's, which make it weirder. Um, but this one is, it's very much like some people ask and some people give. Well, and yeah. And, but you're, the other thing that happens is you can't actually sustain the culture that I talked about. If you have, if you scale things up, that can only be sustained on a small scale because as soon as you have some level of anonymity between donors and receivers, you start to lose accountability. Like if you took the money from, if the, if the church donated some money to you or helped you out at some point, and then you turned around and flouted all of their 
you know, community standards and you know, just kind of lived recklessly and, you know, wasted the money on other stuff and whatever, they would be less likely to continue helping you because they have, they know you personally, they can keep an eye on you personally. They can see that you're trying or that you're, you know, involved and you're trying to, you know, do better and they can sell, they can see your intention, all that to measure that you have to be, you have to have a, a small group. We can't, we can't even intellectually conceive of a group of a billion people, which is what Facebook is, right? So you've got to have a community of people who actually kind of know each other or are around each other. You have to have a small community to police that. As soon as you bureaucratize it, um, it's no longer, it's no longer possible to really personally understand people's situation and whether or not it's being exploited or it's not being exploited at all. That's a, there's a nuance there because sometimes people might need help multiple times, but it's really not being exploitative. And sometimes the one time they ask for help is completely exploitation. Um, and you can't really, there's not, there's not easy algorithms to vet that out. You don't know, there's not a bureaucratic system that can vet that. You need personal connections with those people. Yeah. Which is why charity at scale doesn't work very well, I think, ever. But local charity works fine. All right. Okay, so, so let's go back and look at Look yeah, let's look at the uh, let's look at the phenomenon now of white people in this group, white gut trading post who asked. First of all, this is it for anybody. We've used this. Um, we we've hopefully introduced you to this before in the SJW lexicon. They use this phrase spoons, and this one it gets repeated a lot in this particular group. So they use the word spoons as as in like uh, it originally came from the disability community. It, it, anyway, it doesn't matter. The way that SJWs use it is emotional energy i'll put it that way so if anyone a has measure of spoon, emotional energy a spoon. yeah it's a measure of emotional energy and your willingness to do emotional late what they call emotional labor okay if anyone has the spoons today i have a question and 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 so the white people are also expected to quote tip people tip black people when they answer i can't tip a whole lot of people but i'll try to tip a few black people blah 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 i want to get my hair braided i have for a while uh Hold on, Carter. I can't read it because you. I'm gonna help you read it. I don't know where you can see on the screen because I. Uh, scroll back down. No. Okay. I want to get my hair braided. I have for a while. I'm too scared to shave my head, and have considered getting just one section braided for a while. Well, I found this black stylist in my new town. Uh, I'd have to save up for it, but there's no point saving up if I'm gonna be appropriating. So basically, this is a white person asking permission to get her hair braided um, and then she's going to tip or pay the black people who give her advice, which ho she's hoping that essentially you're going to see a couple like this where white people are paying to get permission from black people. <laughs> Just scroll down and you can see, I think she has a picture. Yeah. This is what she would like to have done to her hair. This is like a form of, and she's asking if this is appropriation. Yeah. Basically, can I do this or not? And didn't braid didn't dreadlocks and, and braid didn't they come out of Egypt originally? I don't know. I'm not sure, but okay. it's well. And then there's another one. I don't know if you have this one queued up next. Yeah, okay, here's another one. Here's another white person. Hi, obviously using blackface isn't okay, but I was wondering at the fact that she dressed up as a person of color at all. So she's like, I currently only have PayPal, but I'm looking, I'll look into trying to figure out other payment systems if they're simple. Or I could provide return emotional labor about LGBT plus topics. Slash ADHD. 
slash ADHD. I mean, like, this is so funny. I'll answer your question, your question. And then you scroll down and she's got a picture about blackface. Like, is it okay to dress as a person of color if you don't actually use blackface? <laughs> but, but it's just, I don't know, you guys, what do you think? In the, in the comments, let us know. I think it's really weird. It's like, it's not only, so in my, these are younger people than us, right? So in my SJW circles, in the Gen X circles, or, or the, um, at least the older millennials, so I was right on the cusp, like the very end of Gen X, the beginning of, of what they used to call Gen Y. Um, the, that age group, yes, the, the white, woke SJW women are ridiculous. They're always posting questions of women of color and asking their permission. For, they, they're like during the Women's March, they were like hand-wringing should we go to the women's march should we not go to the women's march is it offensive to women of color is it not women of color tell us what to do they're the same way about the safety pens thing after trump was elected so they're the same thing but i don't see them setting up groups like this where they're they, this younger generation is taking this step further they're like oh women of color tell us what to do and we'll pay you <laughs> this is, and we'll tip you <laughs> i mean you know there's not much to say about this other than that there's some clear need of therapy. <laughs> Carter, you're so cut and dry. <laughs> I just, I don't, I mean, maybe it's because I'm under the weather, but I just, this is just like, <clears throat> it's clearly, it's clearly, um, it's clearly therapeutic for the people that are doing it, right? You don't, you don't actually, they're not actually asking for, like that person doesn't really want to know whether it's okay to have braids or whatever that freaking hairstyle is. They don't, they want, they want to hear from someone about it. Like they want to, they want interaction about it. They want, maybe they want permission from a black person, but they don't, there's not like a, these aren't questions that are like, I'm really interested in getting at the truth about whether this, <laughs> this is just like, I, I just, I want to feel like you guys like me enough to let me wear braids. I don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's, there's definitely a lot of self-hatred um, and self-abnegation and, um, you know, you're, self you're hitting on, yeah, you're hitting on the right things. I'm sorry. I was talking to you. It's, well, the ideology anyway, we've talked about this before. It's not about getting at the truth. It's about correctly articulating and speaking what is correct in the ideology. So I think a lot this of is all these... a performance. This is all a performance. The whole thing's a game, right? I, I want to get this hair. I want you to, sh I want to show you that I care about your opinion about getting the hair. I want to show you that I will pay for the spoons for the opinion. It's just a whole, it's a whole game. It's all, there's nothing happening here actually, right? This is just yeah. all, it's like, virtue signal on top of virtue signal. It's a dance between people who want to be, want to feel that their opinion matters, right? And those are the black people who have an opinion about this girl's hair. Your opinion doesn't matter uh, about that person's hair. It's irrelevant. Then you have the girl who's got the hair who wants to feel like she's done some sort of virtue signaling goodness by asking people for the opinion about the hair. Like it's just a dance where none of it, it's all superfluous none of it matters there's nothing happening here actually other than uh 
this is some sort of form. It's probably not therapy. It's probably a form of uh, codependent reinforcement. There's codependency happening on both sides that's just getting uh, unhealthily reinforced. That's, that would be my guess is what's happening psychologically. There's people with like unhealthy views of themselves needing someone codependent on the other side who's got the, the, the complementary unhealthy view of themselves. And, and this group is, they're coming together to play this dance together. You are, I, I think that we should end on that. I think you're, I think you correctly diagnosed it. <laughs> it is fascinating, but you're right. There's some kind of codependency there. They need each other for validation. Yeah. And it's not just about exchanging money for things. It's also about, yeah, getting that reinforcement of, you know, your opinion matters. Like the, the person who's giving the opinion is like, my opinion matters. I'm being paid for it. And the person who's asking for it. Yeah. It's like, well, and my uh, claims about not just their opinion matters, but also their claims about being hurt by your hair are valid somehow. Like, yeah. Oh, they do indeed need my permission to have that haircut. <laughs> I am. I am somehow the gatekeeper of like I do have, it's, it's like my reparation claims are legitimate. My whole, all this, all this crap that I've been fed is somehow legitimate because here's a, here's a person asking for me to give permission here. Like it legitimizes the whole SJW delusion and fantasy. Yeah. So weird. It's, anyway. um, it's, it's, uh, <clears throat> anybody who wants to, uh, observe this with their own eyes <laughs> let us know we'll add you to the group <laughs> it's weird my friend when my friend added me a year or so ago i was like what is this why is he and he's he's um he's awesome and he anyway i'm like why would he be at, and then i realized oh he's he's simply he's in this group because he's watching too he's like what is this <laughs> they don't police it and kick you out no i mean i've never shared or any it posted anything so I'm sure if I objected, they would kick me out. If I if I were to go, if I were to say anything, if I don't. So you're off. Yeah, I forget about it. I forget about it, and then once in a while, like this weekend, it'll pop up in my feed, and I'm like, "What is this?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's that group." <laughs> what is this weird? Oh yeah, pay pick group. Foot in my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> and someone paying for the foot <laughs> yeah there's a lot of weird stuff in my timeline that people add me to weird groups all the time so like <laughs> well but um okay thank on you that for, note uh carter uh i i like how one of the one of the commenters a few weeks ago was like you guys are always introduced just when i think i've heard it all you're introduced me to new words that i haven't heard right like in, in this world, in this SAW world. So for anyone who hasn't heard, today you learned about Fendom, Pay Piggies. Spoons. <laughs> Spoons. <laughs> Let's do a list. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. See you guys tomorrow. Yes, and actually one other thing, Carrie. What? You mentioned uh, to me before the show how the the kind of cultural difference here where you feel bad even asking for money for stuff that we're actually doing that's producing value. Oh yeah. So we, we work make... on stuff and Carrie and I both have this thing of like, I don't, I kind of want to donate. I don't want to ask for a subscribe star money. Like we kind of need support for the show, but we don't want to ask for it all the time. Cause it feels kind of creepy and weird. And here are these people who are like, Hey, 
give me some money for my abortion or my nails getting done or my hair extensions or whatever it is. It's just, it's ridiculous. So you don't owe us anything, but we're putting this content out. If you liked, if you like it, please feel free to go to subscribestar.com slash unsafe space and subscribe to the show. And that would, that would help us out. Yeah. If you like it, support it. And if you happen to be a pay piggy, (laughs) (laughs) Carrie will show you the bottom of her foot and flip you off. <laughs> Carter, Carter, will show you the bottom of his foot. Wait, hey, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Gross! No. <laughs> hey, I gotta go hiking. All right. That was Bye. a gross, disgusting thing. Go on. Let's just leave it at that. And suddenly, all, we're gonna lose all of our subscribers. <laughs> They're all gonna be like, no, I don't. We're gonna have the reverse of pay piggies. (laughs) I'm unsubscribing. (laughs) Maybe people will pay to never see the bottom of my foot again. (laughs) And that's, I would totally, that would be fine with that. Uh, Ow, my stomach hurts. (laughs) All right, have a good day, Harry. Bye, Bye. you too.